Hi, I'm Janet Shield Scott, and you're listening to JanetFitBeautyStyle.com, a lifestyle talk guide with expert advice on beauty, fashion, wellness, real estate, entertainment, and fun celebrity secrets. Hello, Hello and welcome to each and every one of you. I'm your host, Janet Shield Scott, and I'm so glad you tuned in today. Our special guest is music hit maker James and Toomey. But before we speak to James and Toomey, let's get to our inspiring quotes for today. Don't tell people your plans, show them your results. And the next one is, it's not selfish to do what's best for you. Both of these quotes have come from Inspiring Quotes on Facebook. For more inspiring quotes, log on to my Facebook page or my Instagram page, Janet Shield Scott. We'll be right back after this message. Sports fans, PassPros.com has it all. Baseball, basketball, hockey, and soccer. Get autographs and memorabilia direct from former pro athletes. Don't forget to check out the upcoming events page for special events near you. PassPros.com offers t-shirts, athletic gear, artwork, vintage cards. Log on to PassPros.com. You are listening to a Janet Shield Scott podcast. I'm your host, Janet Shield Scott. Today's guest is a musical award-winning talent whose hit songs have spanned over a decade. And one popular hit that comes to mind is Juicy Fruit. That's right, you guessed it. We've got James and Toomey on the line. Hello, James. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can say hello to the listeners. <laughs> oh, yes. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, all right. Uh, and now, since we say that your music has spanned a decade, wow. Uh, you have worked with uh, some of the jazz greats, such as Dizzy Gillespie and M- Miles Davis, Duke Ellington. What was it like to be in the room with such geniuses and be able to participate with them? Well, uh, I mean, of course, it was amazing beyond belief. But I, I, I never played with Dizzy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I actually recorded with Duke Ellington. Oh, I played, okay. I played with Miles Davis for five years. Uh, I played with all the jazz uh, greats, uh, Freddie Hubbard, uh, Sonny Rollins, uh, McCoy Tyner, you know, Herbie Hancock. So, uh, you know, my jazz, uh, back, I don't even call it my background, it's my front ground. You know, I grew up in it, you know, my parents, my father and his brothers are uh, the famous Heath brothers, uh, Jimmy Heath is my father. So, I came in through jazz and then expanded into uh, R&B, you know, uh, and popular music. Yes, okay. Spanned the whole gamut. Right, yeah, you've uh, written and produced songs for a lot of people that I actually didn't even realize. You've worked with Mary J. Blige, Roberta Flack, R. Kelly, Stephanie Mills. I could go on. Yes. Uh, Actually, I got my, I started writing contemporary popular music when I got with Roberta Flack, and I wrote Closer I Get to You, her and Donnie Hathaway, back together again for Stephanie, Never Knew Love. What you gonna do with my loving? Yeah, huge, huge hits. Uh huh. Go ahead. Simon, you know how to love me, you know. So yeah, I've been in the game. Yeah. Know? 
Oh yeah, absolutely. And then over time, your music even made a resurgence with Notorious B.I.G. Yes, and Keisha yes. Cole. And and then right. uh, recently, I guess with some of the video games, Grand Theft Auto and uh, oh, man, Vice yeah. City. Can you comment on that? Well, you know, uh, with Biggie, uh, sample Juicy Fruit, and he's added some Juicy. Um, obviously, that transferred our, our music into the next generation, which I was uh, I, I was very thankful for. You know, you never know how far your music reaches. You only know when you create music. It's that it's for that moment in time. So we were very fortunate to have music that that transposed itself beyond our generation. I've also had samples with. Uh, from other records of mine, like you, me, and he, uh, and, you know, Common did that. But, you know, but, you know, just fortunate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then so, what did you produce with Mary J. Blige and uh, R. Kelly? Um, I did. I was I, well. First, I met Mary. I also uh, was the composer and did all the music for a television show called New York Undercover. So there was a thing that we had in that uh, show called Natalie's when I would bring in young artists. And have them redo a classic. So I bring in Mary, and she did Natural Woman. We met then, and she asked me to do other recordings uh, on her, you know, uh, subsequent albums. I, I did Casey and JoJo, uh, D'Angelo. A lot of the artists that came to do New York Undercover asked me to do, uh, you know, tracks on their albums. So I, you know, I stand up like about, like I said, my musical, <laughs> my music history is about. Closing in on damn near 50 years. Yeah, and how did you end up in the video games uh, Grand Theft Auto and Vice City? Oh, well, you know, they just asked for uh, a uh, license and, uh, you know, set a fee and, uh, and then they, they can use it. I mean, you just can't use somebody's music or song. You know, you have to pay them. Oh, sure. And, uh, mm-hmm. so that, that's pretty much it. You just give okay for a license. All right. I, uh, didn't, I didn't even know what it was. Actually. You didn't. So no, have I don't you? Play, I, don't play, I don't play video games. I, yeah, neither do I. But have you ever uh, had a chance to check it out? No. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I mean that there's gaming is such a huge thing right now. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, now you won some awards. Which of your songs were awarded? Um. Never Knew Love, I think, got a Grammy. Uh, there was another song that got a American Music Award. I can't remember what it was. It was another Stephanie Mill song. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we won various uh, uh, awards, but I never got into music for that. You know, uh, not about awards for me, it's about rewards. And the reward for me is if that we put music out and people feel it. If they feel what I feel, then, I'm, then that's my reward, you know. If you can touch people with your music, because that's what ultimately music is designed for—you know—to touch people. Absolutely, as they say, music soothes the savage beast, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then um, also, um, I guess, being talking about awards, maybe you won an award, or did you win an award for New York Undercover, like an Emmy or something? No, 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 no. We didn't. I didn't I, there was some award, but I can't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but I think that was the first, one of the first black dramas ever. But we didn't get, we were never nominated, you know. But I, but in terms of the black community, everybody, you know, really vibed. The black and Latino community, you know, really vibed on it. It was the first show of its kind, you know, that was set 
urban America, you know, that dealt with real issues in our community. Uh, speaking of issues, uh, you've also been um, labeled a social political uh, activist, and uh, yeah, and I, I also I, I remember your show Open Line in New York, yes. uh-huh. and I guess that gave you a platform to for more social and political oh, issues. Yes, uh, I did. I co-hosted Open Line with Bob Slade and Bob Pickett. Actually, I did that for 20 years. Yeah, I remember and, uh, that. Mm-hmm. And it was, like you said, a political uh, talk show. We dealt with uh, all kinds of issues and various subject matters. Nothing to do with that musical or, or political and cultural. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, just to rewind a little bit. What do you think about today's music and how it's promoted with social media and how some people can come out with hits on, on social media and end up with millions of followers? What are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, I, I've never run from technology. I think it's always more intelligent to embrace it. And that's just where we're at today. Uh, I think it's a good time for young artists because now you don't have to be burdened with the dinosaur of, of record companies. You don't have to wait for an A&R person. You don't have to wait for budget. You can create your music, press set, and it's all over the world. We were we were pretty much locked in with having to get on the radio. You know how that was back in the day. Right. If you wasn't on the radio, wouldn't know if you'd sell records. <laughs> well, social media now has allowed the artist to have direct contact with, with, with the uh, listener and let them decide immediately if they like something or not. And I yeah. guess and I guess it also has to do with the legality legalities, like you said, that um you can't play the music without a license and maybe some young people that are trying to get their music out there may not understand some of the legalities of right. just putting music out and then having someone else sample or steal their music and then they not receive any royalties for it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's a very important point, you know, uh just to be, uh, you know, aware of, of what your legal ramifications, what the legal ramifications are, you know, and how to protect yourself, right. you know, and I just think uh, young people are a lot more informed. I mean, when I was coming up, um, like, like I said, I'm 71, when I was just in, getting in the game, a lot of artists didn't even know about publishing, you know, uh, but coming out of jazz, I, I was already familiar, you know, with publishing, so, uh, I just thought I always had my own publishing company, so I was fortunate in that end. All right, and now back to the social political platform. Um, you, uh, you, you said that you pre- or somebody said anyway. I read rather that you predicted that Trump would win the presidency. Oh yeah. How? how and so, what made you predict that? Because seventy-five percent of New York did not vote for him. Well, it's not about who did vote now, and that's a great question, and I want to respond to it correctly. Predicting somebody was going to win had nothing to do with endorsing that prediction. It was just, I didn't understand how everybody was thinking and was so convinced that Hillary Clinton was going to win, because I felt she was a flawed candidate, okay? I mean, you're a woman running for, for, for the first woman to run for president, but you didn't even get the female vote. And I just, I've always been very suspect of the Clintons and, 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 and how they, they relate to black to the black community. I mean, we went so far as calling him the first black president. I yeah. know, but is Trump any better? <laughs> well, no, did you listen to what, <laughs> love it, did you listen to what I said? I said, I predicted he would win. I said, 
it had nothing to do with endorsing it. Yeah, no, I know that, but you no, were but saying, no. you know, I so, know that but you were saying that Clinton, that the Clintons with uh, their issues and stuff like that. I mean, Trump to me has all kind of issues. Well, that, what is that? Okay, and we just have this this very like like get back and forth. What does that have to do with what I was saying? I mm-hmm. said I predicted he would win. Yes, yes. That's another conversation. Mm-hmm. What we talk about. I said he would win with everybody, not everybody, obviously, because he won. But we were so sure that Hillary Clinton was in the bag. That That's why we, the Democrats were so shocked. See, I, I don't have an allegiance to a, of a Democrat or a Republican. I have allegiance to people who address our agenda. And we don't even think about that. The problem is, as black people, we don't even have an agenda. Whoever wins, what agenda do we present that party with? We didn't have an agenda for uh, President Obama. He was a, he was the first black president, and I cried like everybody else. But what agenda did we put in front? Of? The gay community had an agenda, and they got more than they thought they would get. So this is what I'm saying. I'm no longer gassed with just giving people our vote and, and getting nothing for it. That's the point I'm making, sister. Yeah, I understand have, that. Black people have not had an agenda since 1963, and that's when Lyndon Baines Johnson met with Martin Luther King and the leaders of the civil rights movement. And he said, if y'all give me the black vote, I will give you a civil rights bill. They did, and he did. What agenda have we had since then? Right, yeah. And and why we have such allegiance to the Democratic Party? It can't be just about Republicans or worse. The point I'm making is the two-party system is dead. It's beyond recognition. They just, whoever's in office for four, eight years, they stay there, and then the other party switches. You need a third party in this country. That's the crazy part. Well, there's the independent. What about the independent? No. Independent party? Yeah. Really. I think people call themselves independents. When's the last time we had an independent president? I mean, a, a federal party. Independent means you can vote either way. I'm talking about a third alternative. Yeah. Right. In life, you have a choice of anything. If you would, if you and I went into an ice cream store and all they had was vanilla and chocolate, is that really? We don't have no strawberry. But we are limited to two parties, and at the end of the day, I say the Republicans drive to uh, rob the bank, Democrats drive the getaway car. We keep getting caught in the middle. Well, so so what do you think about this then? So Hillary Clinton, she did actually win the uh, popular vote. Whereas Trump was brought in, which is the same deal that happened years ago, uh, back when uh, Bush and Gore were winning, and Gore won the popular vote. Okay. And you and I both have some level of political stupidity. We both know popular vote again does not determine who wins. What determines who wins? Right. Yeah. No, no. What, what determines who wins? It's not the popular vote. It's the what? Go ahead, say it. No, no, you brought it up, but I'm thinking, no, no, you have to give up some information. No, 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 for black people. And, 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 the, and the Democrats have never accepted. They missed it. All the media missed it. Every Trump doesn't have it. How do he win? If he's so stupid, how do he 
ideological crisis. Yeah, we're going to get deep. Let's get deep. They don't even want to face the fact that they lost an election that they should not have lost. She was a bad candidate. And, you, and, and we slept from... I wasn't sleeping. I'm looking at a guy flying in doing three and four uh, uh, stops a day, drawing 20, 30,000 people. What was she drawing? I knew there was a political shift. That's all I'm saying, sister. Mm-hmm. I'm not a supporter of Trump. Mm-hmm. You know? But the Electoral College determines who wins. Yeah. So, so, okay. so, so don't you? I I know, but don't you think they should abolish the electoral college vote? Yes, I do. What's that got to do with reality? Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, in reality, I wish they would abolish some. I said that when I said that once on Facebook, and I got a crowd of folks going, "Yeah, you think you should?" Yes, Democrats have brought it up because it, it, it would be a, a fundamental change in the Constitution. They, they haven't brought it up. They should have brought it up just like you said after 2000. Because mm, yeah. it's ridiculous to me that the most most populated state in the country is California. Right. They get the same amount of electoral votes as Vermont. And that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not it's not predicated on what it should be popular vote, but mm-hmm. since it's not, you lost. So what do you if think about? You lost. So what do you think about what's going on right now? In, in what aspect? So much the, going on. Well, yeah, I mean, in the White House, in terms of all the firings and the and the conclusion because i think if obama had invited the uh russian into a room in the white house and told everybody to leave and only two and only him and two russians were in there they would have said it was treason okay (laughs) but they just let trump he just goes around like no big deal (laughs) okay now we know we're not politically naive we know that white folks get away with stuff we could never get away with. But also, I thought this at you. No president has totally clean hands or no blood. Well, I blame one of the things I hold President Obama uh, accountable for is what he did in Libya, which was totally uncalled to go into another country. And we, we snatch up leaders and then kill them. So, I mean, more droning was done under President Obama than any president. President Obama deported more Latinos in, in four years than any president has done in eight. Everybody's got something on their hands. But if you want to keep demonizing whoever's in the White House, here's what I want to say to you. The way Fox News is all the way to the right, you know that, and it's crazy. But the, I look at CNN and MSNBC, it's being crazy. All they talk about now is, is stuff that doesn't matter, nobody cares, mistresses and all that. They, they both turned into trash talkers. What are the issues? What issues are being addressed? This country now is being held up by, by stupidity. Exactly. And, and, and that's sad. It's very sad. And whoever's in office, it's going to be the, the other side will hound them until they find something. It's all about finding garbage on the And that's why this country can't move anymore. Because it's all about, I got you. Mm. And the Democrats are no better. Yeah. When it so, comes to that. So do you miss having your show? Your uh, no, open line? No, I, no. Anything I finish with when I leave, it's because it was time to leave. I've always known to leave 
<laughs> leave the stage before your audience does. So, okay. <laughs> I like that. That's something I did by leaving the stage before the audience does. So 20 years is a long time, sister. You know, but I did a lot of traveling of the various delegations. I was back and forth to Libya, Sudan, Cuba, you know, uh, you know, places that, you know, I would not have had uh, an opportunity to go. I did a lot of uh, political delegations with Minister Farrakhan all around the world. So I, I, I completely enjoyed those 20 years. All right. So what are you doing now? I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, in terms of your no, career. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm just being, So you have to let me know so that I can uh, I sure put will. that out on my podcast. Yeah, I sure will. And what words would you, words of wisdom, would you leave us with? Uh, I don't know if they're words of wisdom. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll quote uh, a great uh, a, a person of witticism, Oscar Wilde. And this is the most important thing you can tell, tell you. Young, especially young people. All you can do is be yourself, because everybody else is already taken. <laughs> okay, I like that. Yeah, you use that. That's good. One. That's the truth, right? Uh, ab- yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, absolutely. Don't, don't try to be. Don't sound like anybody else. Find your own sound and your own signature, because that's the only thing that makes you you. Yeah, yeah, you're right, because years ago, what used to be in the music industry, where if there was a hit group out, then they would start looking for somebody else that was like oh that group. Oh, my goodness. You got to get out, you go to sleep in the morning, there'd be 20 groups or 20 singers. Uh, sound the same way. I call it, I call it cookie-cutter music, okay? Mm. No, no, originality is the only thing that stays. Mm. And that was something I learned from, from out, coming out of jazz. All great jazz musicians were original. Dizzy Gillespie, Miles, Coltrane, Charlie Parker, Thelonious Monk, you know, a visual. That's what lasts. Well, one other thing, what do you, with uh, with the time and your, your uh, being in the industry for so long, what do you uh, attribute your sustainability to health-wise? Like, what do you do? Do you work out or you eat right? Or... Well, right, you know, I have cancer, so I don't oh. know. <laughs> I mean, don't know what I've had. with your diet or exercise? Well, no, no. I try to eat, eat as well as I can. I can't my son, you know, make sure I, I eat healthy. I mean, I don't eat there's kind of, a lot of junk food, you know, uh, sweets. I don't do uh, pork, obviously. And I do mostly fish and vegetables. 
Oh, okay. But I'm not claiming to be no a health, a health, uh, you know, uh, minded person that way. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I, I don't, don't want to falsely falsely represent something. You know. <laughs> so, are any of your children in the business? Uh, yeah, my son. And so, are you involved in a project with him? No, no, he's taking over my business. I mean, the, well, the family business. They said, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm backing out. Oh, okay. So when I, you do this next piece, sister, sister, did you hear me say I don't know? Nobody can get off that stage. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you, you, yeah, but you said you were gonna produce another song with no, your. Yeah, that's, that's okay. different. I have several businesses. I publish a business, you know. Uh, there's a lot of business that goes on, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, still placing some stuff into films, and my, my son pretty much negotiates. He and my business partner, uh, Greg McBoman, you know. So still a lot of negotiating stuff going on. See, what you have to understand, most not, I don't mean you personally, but when you write songs and, and, you, and you create music, that's when you get paid. Oh when yeah, you, I know about that. Sales, so, so when you ask me that, I'm saying no. He's running pretty much taking over the business part. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be, I'm not out there touring. I haven't made a record in 30, 30, 40 years. So obviously I'm living well. So it's, it's, it's the world. You know, oh, I know. Is. When you, when yeah. I found yeah. out I that you. I want to make that clear. You know, I'm not for you, but for the people listening, thinking that, yeah, it's the reason I said, no, he's taking over the business. That's a day-to-day process. Mm-hmm. Clearing samples, placing songs and films there. Yeah, and also I, when I saw the fact that you had written some of those other songs yeah. and co-written and produced, I was like, "Oh, he's still getting paid." The, 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 the checks, checks still come, sister. You know, they still paid on the radio. You know, you know how many oldies with goodie stations you got? Not just that, but like you said, a lot of the with the video uh, songs yeah. and video play. I mean, and the gaming placement and some yeah, of the, and the artist sample, samples. Man. Yeah, you've been sampled over almost eighty times. So, oh. I mean, as that means that's a, that's business every day. You got to you negotiate some. So he handles that. Him and Greg, we go. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, I, I, like I said, I, I'm ready to go in the studio now because I feel inspired to do something. Yeah. I never did music if I didn't feel it. So I'm feeling something. All right. And do, that's what that's the project. Do you have any social handles where people can keep up with what what you be what you're doing in the future? Uh, yeah, they can go to uh, James and Jubay Live. And uh, they, they contact me there. Your website? Yes. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, James and oh, Tony. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, and thank it's you been, for your patience. Yeah, it's been truly a pleasure. I was looking forward to speaking with you because uh, I had listened to Open Line in the past. And, oh, wow. And I then, know you okay. oh, yeah. I, I lived in New York for over 30 years. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, you know, and then of course, who wasn't a fan of your music? (laughs) (laughs) And my hats off to you, and I'm wishing you all the best. And I appreciate it so much. And again, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you. Bye bye. Take care. You've been listening to JanetBeautyStyle.com, your beauty entertainment and lifestyle expert talk guide. I'm Janet Shield Scott columnist, radio, and TV host. You can like me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, oh, and YouTube. For more fun and informative yes and celebrity interviews, log on to the website JanetFitBeautyStyle.com. 
Remember to love, laugh, and live your life with style. Let's take a moment to relax. Take a deep breath, inhale, and exhale. Again, inhale, and exhale. One more, inhale, and exhale. As you go throughout the day, stop, take a pause, chill, and relax. Please keep in mind that all things which are impossible with man are possible with God.